The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Well, good afternoon, listeners. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. We are currently tropical storm free. Unfortunately, I know I, I I don't care if I don't have a lot of listeners in New Orleans or Louisiana or Mississippi and stuff like that. I got have some listeners there. Um, it it I have empathy for you going through what you have. I understand the dike system held up pretty good in uh, the New Orleans, uh, the new dikes that they put up after Katrina. But we'll see. We'll see. But all I send all the best wishes to the people of that area and hope that they're doing well. As said, we are in uh, the tropical storm-free area right now. At the moment, at the moment, it's an interesting thing down here. When you're thinking about how often you get threatened with a you know a tropical storm or something like that, and you look at the tracks and you look about where it was going to go, this Ida, it looked like it was going to go across the Gulf of Mexico and go pretty much up along Mexico and hit uh, southern Texas, the far reaches of southern Texas, but it went a little farther east to Louisiana. So that's just the way it is, you know. The, the, even though we have these great computer models and things like that, tropical storms are so unpredictable. And we were talking about yesterday. We were at any time there uh, a hurricane is hitting the mainland in the United States, everyone starts reviewing the things they did in previous storms. And they see that people started asking for help evacuating during the storm. And that's just not, you know, you got to evacuate before. If, you know, once you decide to stay in a place that's under threat, if it gets hit, you're done. I mean, every so often they do go out in the middle of it, but it's unusual. There's, they're not going to send a crew out in the middle of a hurricane to try to save people because then you end up losing the people that, are, you know, you can't use a helicopter in a hurricane, right? And these little boats and things like that. It's only the aftermath. So it's one of those things you're just taking. It's just like not getting a vaccine shot. Once you're in the hospital with COVID and they're getting ready to intubate you, it's a little too late. You don't, you can't get the COVID shot. You got to wait until you're done, Right. Uh, well, and that's what we're dealing with now. Those things. But then I made the hurricane Ida like the COVID thing. I'm just saying, I don't mean to make light of these people. I know they thought they'd make it. Oh, it's no problem. And then there's no, it ain't no shit going through those things. I remember last October, November, when we had a category one go through. 
the keys here. And there was nothing like overnight for, you know, how many hours it took for it to go over us. We just heard cracking tree limbs. It sounded like the crack of the tree, hardwood tree limbs sounded like thunder. And it was kind of scary because you're thinking of all the trees around us. And none of them are really that close to be super threatening. There was one that hung near us that could have kind of bashed our bedroom that we slept in, though we still slept there. So uh, good luck out there for everyone. I don't mean there's not much I can do. You know, hopes and prayers, right? That's all pretty much. So... Once again, we're going to be talking about some restaurant issues right there now. And one of them is, and this is addressing all my compatriots in the service industry. We've had uh, somebody ask me, what, who should pay for a walkout or a to-go order that doesn't get picked up? You know, if you get an order and you don't get the phone number and the person doesn't pick it up, is the person responsible, the one taking the order? Or is it just one of the things you have, you know, as a business, you're, it's one of the risks you take as a business. One of these things you have to write off. It's an overhead cost, meaning every so often someone's going to walk out. Just like every so often someone's going to request you take a food item off their bill. Uh, Walking out... Fortunately, I haven't had too many people walk out on on bills on me. And I wasn't forced to pick them up. Because there's, I guess there's always a disagreement on who's responsible. And I, I have to say, if you're taking to-go orders for your establishment, they have to, and you get the phone number of the person and the name... That's your responsibility there. I mean, you got the name and the phone number. And if you try to call them back and they don't pick it up, that's it. The restaurant eats it. And one of the stories is someone coming back and say they were forced, you know, they made $55 that day and there was an order for 52 and they had to pay for the takeout that wasn't picked up. And I disagree. In a lot of cases, that's illegal. Unless you signed an agreement for any to-go orders that you had not picked up or any walkouts that you're responsible. I mean, the only way to really address it for certainly is if someone's, they're going to make you responsible, you're going to have to take a credit card every time someone sits down. And that's not good for business. So a restaurant, you know, a restaurant says, no, we want you to keep an eye on that, but we also want you to keep an eye on your tables. We want you to make sure that you're getting food and doing all your side work and all that stuff. How in the hell are you supposed to Sit around waiting to see if someone's going to pay without walking out. Especially the busier you are. And that's when walkouts happen most. When you, And so for those people out there that are working at places, there are plenty of jobs out there. Right now, restaurants are in need of people. If, if, if someone's trying to make their, you know, cut their losses. If a restaurant's looking to cut their loss by using your wage. It's called wage theft. That's the price of them doing business. People not picking up the two-go orders and tables walking out. You already lost your tip on that table, so why would you have to pay for it? Otherwise, they can make you demand for a prepayment 
or take a deposit. That's the only way about it. I'm going to take a little pause here. i got to say goodbye to my lady. I'll be right back. Let me put the music on. No, I'm not going to put any music. I'm just going to pause it. I'll be back. Do-do-do-do-do. do 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 That sounds like one of the Golden Arches commercials or something like that. But I'm not. I'm just... I didn't want to go off with the music at the end. And this way I realize when I have the music come back on that people will say, oh, this is the end of the show. So... So wage theft I'm talking about. When a business is trying to cut their losses and use you. Now, just because something's legal doesn't mean it's right. Let me repeat that. Just because something is legal does not mean it's right. Now, I understand that restaurants sometimes, they... they as an industry, it varies widely. Some of them are very nickel and diming of its employees. Other ones are more nickel and diming of the customers. The higher end ones seem to benefit. Uh, the employees seem to benefit more from the higher end restaurants because they make so much money. It really doesn't matter what they do. Like at Smith's uh, Walensky, it doesn't mean, I mean, if they do run out, if someone runs out on a $600 bill, that's a bad deal for someone who's a server at Smith and Walensky, which is a super high-end steakhouse. Uh, but the, the the thing is with that is there's other things they could do. They, some restaurants have been charging the processing fees as it applies to tips. So if someone, let's say you had a $200 check for a table and they wanted to give you a $40 tip, well, some restaurants are doing a deduction if someone pays by American Express, and American Express has the highest processing fee. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's anywhere from three to five percent. I say two, two to three percent, two to four percent. Um, they would take that amount, whatever, you know, up to a dollar sixty for forty forty dollar check, and charge it to the tipped employee. Right? So there's a whole bunch of other shit like that. And yeah, it could be legal to do it and say it's our cost, but the restaurants get off easy too because they don't really pay a living wage to the servers. When, for the people that aren't in the business, most checks people get that don't have tips in it, if you get just a check from your restaurant as a server, a lot of times, if you're tipped out every day, if you're tipped out every day and you don't have to, your tips don't come in your check, that check is for zero because they pay you anywhere from 2 to $4 most places, unless it's instituted by the state. The minimum wage, like some states are saying now, you got to pay someone uh, a server a minimum of $12 an hour, let's say. Well, that you know that that's a different thing. But in most places, servers are work well below the minimum wage, and they depend on their tips. So, if a restaurant's getting a benefit from that, why would you, the restaurant, also try to, unless they're paying them extra, try to get cut costs by charging for processing fees? It's not right because you're already getting a, you're already getting a worker for. You know, for minimum, 
minimum, less than minimum wage. Minimum, the minimum amount of money you could pay someone. I mean, some of these restaurants would probably not want to pay anybody. In the in strip clubs, a lot of strip clubs, sometimes people pay, the, the strippers pay the bouncers, the security, for the privilege of working at a place because they make so much money in tips. It happens. And I understand that because it's such a premium thing if you're willing to do that. And that works for some restaurants. But the lower end, when they start nitpicking and instituting things like you have to tip out the runner a certain amount or raise the price that you have to tip out a runner, which is total bullshit if you raise the tip out percentage for someone because that's up. To the employer, if you want to increase the income of someone, don't increase the income at the deficit of someone who has to pay them. Being the server tipping, you know, if there's going to be an increase, the increase should be in their salary. So what I would suggest, especially because a lot of places don't have the employees, you're in the driver's seat as a server, as a restaurant worker. As the back of the house. Yeah, if you want to get tipped out, you know, sometimes places tip out the back of the house. I think that's great as long as they know ahead of time, right? You don't have to, um, I mean, don't be pissed if that's existed at your, you work at the restaurant. That's the, was the way they did things. They said, well, we always tipped out 15% to the back of the house, total things, and we share, we tip, blah, 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 whatever those things. If you agreed to that when you got hired, then that's the thing. Now, when they come along and change it in this type market, you don't have to stand by that if you don't want. Most places like in the South here with the right-to-work states, they can fire you for any reason they want. But that being said, if they're going to do that, and if you're in a right-to-work state, I, I say it like this. The employers doesn't need a lot of explaining. If they can fire you at the drop of a hat, that means you can quit at the drop of a hat because of unreasonable requests. Like mandatory doubles and stuff like that. It's, you know, you, you can ask. They can ask you. You know, and there's things they can do by not putting you on the schedule. I understand their, what would you call it, ret- uh, retribution. But... And I'm not I'm not damning all restaurant owners and stuff like that. We we hear these stories because they're always worst case stories. It's like the people that act up on airplanes. You know, my, there was just a video I saw yesterday of a guy in Miami going ape shit on a gate agent, right? Throwing one of those security posts that they use for putting the lines up there so you can walk through, you know in there and he's just screaming the horrible n-word at these people and stuff like that and the guy may have had a little too much to drink whatever it was it was horrible that's the exception and it's still the exception we hear about there's like 4,000 and 5,000 incidents online so many people fly every day there's thousands of flights every day and there's tons of flights that are go on without incidents there's tons of flights that don't go on in with incidents, but it just creates an atmosphere of tension for people. Right? When you see it can happen, you think it may happen, and you got people that are kind of pissed off about masks and this and that. So the same thing happened with restaurant people. You you hear 
You've had horror stories about how some of these patrons have acted. Some people act real entitled. I think, thank God, that that idea from the late 80s, early 90s, that customer is always right, has gone by the wayside. The customer is not always right. But in a common sense world, you're going to give the customer as much as you can for the value of the money and provide prompt service with a quality product, right? That's the way business is done. You don't expect to increase your business by saying, well, we're going to charge them out their ass, treat them like shit, and give them a shitty product. That doesn't make any sense. And most grown-up employees understand that too and say, listen, we're here to bring people in. I've seen people under stress. I know how they act. I've been under stress. It's not, it, it isn't pretty. But it's no time to start taking advantage of certain people. And it's not like workers. Sometimes workers, uh, I, I've heard also stories from the, the management owner side. There's people that don't show up and then they show up. Calling with weak ass excuses. Why they can't work. Being all touchy about how you talk to them. Yeah, it happens. Everyone's under stress. Everyone's uh, having issues. But I'm dealing with I'm dealing with the floor people right now. The restaurant people. You got the restaurant association people like that to say tell you what to do. Right. I'm giving you giving advice to the other ones. To move on from there. I'm going to go on to a little lighter, but not real much lighter. Every so often, I'll get people in to come to the restaurant. And I appreciate everyone that comes in. Some people don't come in because they're still not comfortable with the COVID going around. Right? I get it. You could have, you could be immune compromised. You can be uh, just fretful over getting the new variant, whatever it is, Delta, Lambda, whatever new one develops in the deep south here because all the fucking people that don't have COVID or don't wear masks. So, local appreciation. We got people to come in here and we appreciate them. Our locals, we love them. They keep us afloat at the catch. They keep us afloat and we try to take care of them. Tell them what we're doing, blah, 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 blah. You know, anybody orders meals, we got a 10, uh, you know, every 10th meal you get, or something like that, every 10th meal you get a, a meal free. We got a card, that's a frequent diner card. So someone will come in, you got a local discount? Yeah, well, yeah, we have a local discount. It's a frequent diner card. They go, that's not a local discount. Well, it is. It's 10%. And how do you figure that out? Well, you come in 10 times, you get a free meal. It's 10%. 10 times 10 is 100%. You get 100% of your meal free. Oh, that's not your drink. Well, I didn't say that's not part of your meal. That's your libation. And there's some people that drink like 20 beers. You're not going to give them 20 beers for free. Not that I suggest you to drink 20 beers. Let's say you make four beers, five beers. Even five beers free. How's that supposed to work out? You still got to make a fucking profit. And people go, well, come on. I go, well, what? 
what makes you think that we should give a bigger discount than 10% when there's not that big of a profit in restaurants? In the food, there isn't. It's only 15 to 20% at most. And that's without any losses you lose through spoilage and things like that. Yeah, of course, you know, sodas and drinks are for especially restaurants that have liquor orders. They're, they're I mean, they have a bar. That, that's their big money thing. The bar's their big money thing. Not the food. I don't know how the Golden Growl and Cracker Barrel makes their money. Oh, that's got to be a fucking nightmare. Big ass cups of tea and lemonade and shit like that, free refills and stuff, and no liquor, so you can, no way to pump up the bill. And the people that go to Cracker Barrel tip like people that go to fucking Cracker Barrel. Try and let them figure out what ten percent is. I don't know. I don't know if they can figure it out. And you know what? I kind of like Cracker Barrel. It's all right when you want to eat something. Something. How about that? When you want to eat something. That would be a great advertisement. Come to the Cracker Barrel when you want to eat something. Or have your kid complain that you don't buy him anything when you walk through the front of a restaurant and you have all that shit out front. Cracker Barrel has stores with candy and stuff like that. Yeah, that's great. Go to a restaurant, you know, your kid's already, you know, whatever, high on sugar and, and shit like that. And you're going you're gonna to ask for a one foot long candy cane. Or peppermint stick. Yeah, it's kind of like that old-timey candy. So and with that local uh, local appreciation, I used to work at a place where uh, the Encore in, the, in Key Largo. It was a great place. I loved it. And what they did for their local appreciation on your birthday, if you're a Monroe County resident, Monroe County ID, and people use a bitch over that. And I said, well, well, I go and just say, yeah, listen, you have to have Monroe County ID. It's got to be your birthday. Or if it's got to be within a day um, before or after, we're closed. Yeah, if your birthday's on a day we're closed, you can get it before or after and stuff like that. Well, I don't have a, well, you know, whatever. You know, we, we do something. We say, oh, we know you or not know you or whatever, stuff like that. But these people used to come in for their free steak. It was a ribeye, bone, boneless ribeye. And ribeyes have higher fat contents, right? Yeah, I assume you know that. That's the flavor. That's the marbling you get in there with stuff like that. And they, they'd order it and they get nice two sides. They always had a nice potato. They could have had like a mashed sweet potato or garlic mashed potatoes or something like that. And they'd have a, a mixture of julienne green beans and zucchini and stuff like that. It was a lovely meal to get for your birthday. Every so often though, you get someone in and say, oh, I didn't like it. Well, it's free. What do you want? Can't literally take it off. And one of the things you had to come in with someone who's already purchasing a meal and every so often we get people to come in and they didn't have anybody to bring in and they wanted to get the free meal and I had a couple times I felt so bad for the person I paid for it myself but these are the some of these people come in I never saw them before they come in one night for a free steak. One night. 
dude, let that think. Let that sink in. People remember enough to come out on their birthday, spend it at a place they never go to, to get a free steak. And you got to bring, you know, they bring a friend. And it's, oh, we got a free steak. I want to go there. Stuff like that. And say, if he's a really good friend of yours, they buy you whatever you want for your birthday. I always thought it was kind of sad. You go into a place to get a free steak on your birthday. It was an interesting way. I don't think everyone, everyone did it. Even a lot of our regulars wouldn't come in for a free steak. But then you had people say, well, I don't want steak. I want to get lobster. I'm going to get a free something. I'm going to get my free stuff. I'm get my free stuff. They always, I mean, they line up when something's free and they, they, people go absolutely shit about it. But they don't patronage. There's no patronage going on any other time of the year except when there's something free for them. Where's our appreciation? And if I don't see the people and stuff like that, you said you lived here. I've been here 14 years. I said, I lived down the street 14 years. Or I lived down the street 30 years. Well, I've lived here 14 years. And I worked within three blocks of here. And I've never met you. What does that say? That means you you don't patronize the local restaurant so you don't get out too much. And that could be a good explanation why your behavior is so antisocial or some shit like that. Well, I know it sounds like a complaint and stuff like that, but we most places do a local appreciation. You have something for you, stuff like that. It's not, it's not always the thing you want. You know, happy hour is a local's appreciation thing. Because they have lower priced food and drinks and things like that. Yes, the tourists get that. But they don't get it all the time. Right? So that's also one of them. So you got the frequent diner meals and you got the happy hours and stuff like that. And every so often we do something for the locals. Come on. What do you do? I mean, there's a lot of people that come into our restaurant and they come in to dine and they don't take anything out of it like they never ask for anything you got to go you got to be proactive to make sure you say hey listen are you using frequent diner car because you eat here a lot you should definitely use it you know remember and say hey listen give me a card let me sign it so they come in and they drink all the time so yeah do we do have a local appreciation things like that and finally before I do sign off i got one more thing to talk about, but if you do like the show, please share the Keys Bartender Podcast. This is the Keys Bartender Podcast. I don't know why sometimes people find it and then all of a sudden they download like three, 400 episodes. It's great. Right now we have some listeners from Netherlands, um, Ultrecht, Netherlands, or one listener downloaded four or six shows. Thank you. Hope you enjoy it. Or it's an American over there and they say, listen, I got to hear the keys and I got to hear, I got to hear a, a decrepit old bartender bitch about non-tippers or whatever they do. Well, if you do like the show, thank you. Share it with your friends. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. 
And that's the Keys Bartender. We have a page called Keys Bartender on Facebook, Keys Bartender on Instagram, Keys Bartender on Twitter. Instagram, you know, it's mainly a visual thing, and I don't do a lot of visuals. Not that I'm not a handsome man. I'm very handsome if I don't think so myself, if I don't say so myself or think so myself. Is that the, it doesn't really matter, right? I'm under the delusions that I'm ha- handsome. And if you want to talk to me, uh, you can always, you can always, uh, you always send me a message. You can always send me an email to jim at keysbartender.com. That's jim at keysbartender.com. Yes, I bought the domain. So, finally, what I really want to talk about, the title of the show is Happy Sunday. Because right now, at this moment, I mean, not, not next week, I am off on Mondays and Tuesdays. So that is my Saturday and Sunday. I love it. Right? I love, I love it. I love having my days off. I, well, I don't really, it's not, I went and worked at the gym. I did my spin class today. And then, uh. But I don't, I don't go and throw it all around to people like that. I go into my place, I go into thing, and hey, it's my day off. I love it. You know? I did say it at the back when I went to the back. Hey, it's my day off. But I don't go do it. I don't go like people do when they come into the bar and go, happy Friday. Happy Friday. What? Well, you know, every time I come in on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I always see you there, Jim. So I always wish you a happy Friday because, you know, it's a weekend and everyone enjoys their weekends, right? Except for fucking people that work it. Don't get it. Right? I'm working. You're out of work right now. And you choose to spend it at a happy hour at a bar, which I appreciate because I'm making money from that. And I do appreciate it because a lot of people do come out. So it is a happy Friday, but not for the same reason you think. First of all, I... I'm not going to be drinking anyway. Hopefully I won't be drinking. And if I do start drinking again, I'm going to tell you guys because honesty is the only thing that works for me right now. And so, but what is with these people? I mean, one, you you must, you got to see that you must really hate your work. If that's your thing you live for, it's not like, what was that band? Everybody's working for the weekend. I just want to get out. I'm fine. I'm just making it until Friday. I just want to get the fuck out of the place. Right? It's pitiful. It's pitiful. I'm not. Like, it may seem like that on Sunday night. When someone walks in five five minutes before closing and want to hang out for like an hour. Like, hey, I'm off tomorrow. I don't really want to spend it with you tonight. Depends on who the person is. If I'm laughing, you're fun. Yes, I will hang out. I love that stuff. But if you don't talk and you look at your phone and stuff like that, don't don't be surprised if I don't want you to be around for 45 extra minutes after we're closed. You know, that's just the way it is, right? Do you like spending time with people? And some people you don't spend as much time with because they don't interact with you, right? Okay, number two, you're the kind of person that kind of likes... Being the, you know, oblivious to people's own, you know, own interest. I was going to say oblivious to suffering. You could be one of those people that walk up to a 
one of those lines you go to at a uh, wake where you deliver your condolences. And it's a family there and grandma's just passed away. And you go up to your friend and it was your grandma and she was so close and she helped raise her and all that stuff. And you walk up to her and go, oh, um, hey, it's my grandparents' 50th anniversary. We just, we're having a party this weekend. You know, I'm sorry about your mom. No, you don't even say that because you're just going to talk about the thing that makes you happy and that thing's about your grandparents are having 50th anniversary. Even though you're fucking talking to someone in a receiving line at a wake that just lost somebody. It's akin. It's not exactly the same, but saying happy Friday is kind of like that. You could be a sadistic asshole and like to cause anxiety and stress wherever you go. Right? Just like, oh... Hey, happy Friday. So you have to work. We're going on the boat tomorrow. Oh, where are you going to be? Oh, you're working. Oh, we're going to go on this. We're going to go and do that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, okay. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. That's just the way you are. Or you could be a fucking idiot. Number four, you could be an idiot. You have no idea. Oh, uh, what, what do you mean? Happy Friday, right? You're happy too, right? Because it's the weekend. Well, you notice I'm in the restaurant business. You know when restaurants are mostly busy? Weekends. So it's not our weekend, but we're happy because we're making money. We're making money. You obviously don't feel that way when you go into work on Monday and you're making money from your employer. You shouldn't be like, oh, in case of Mondays. You know, you show up, you got to be in a good mood. Like, I'm going to show up on Wednesday, I'm going to be in a good mood. I'm not going to be depressed. That's wage theft. By the employee, even though it's not a lot of wage because you don't get paid a lot of money. But you know, if you're not in, the, if you're not ready to work, I've done that a lot. Kind of banged up before, so I like saying to people, "Happy Sunday" or "Happy Monday." Oh, it's oh man, I got the whole day. If you know, I go, I go and do my spin class, which is not even like working because I get to work out and I get paid. And then I go to the store and play in my meal, hang out with my dog, do a podcast. My wife's off on Monday, so I hang out with her, have a wonderful time. Then, you know, my daughter, they're going to be home in about 20, 20 minutes. It's a good time, a good time. So, yeah, so I should be able to go into your work on a Monday. If you say happy Friday, I should be able to go in and have my big cup of coffee and maybe all my plans in a row and say, hey, how you doing? You, oh, you're working. You're working here? Happy, happy Monday. Oh, yeah, I'm just out doing stuff today. There's nobody on the road today because it's weekdays, you know? It's great. I don't have to, I don't have to wait for anything. I went to, my biggest problem is deciding when I go to the supermarket which empty checkout line to go to. Oh, man. Or the lack of traffic. It's hard to even follow because there's no cars on the road when I'm driving. I have to wait for anything. I mean, some people like the crowds, right? Not necessarily. If you work with the crowds, I can't imagine you say, oh, I like like working a big, you know, crowded event. Because you make a lot of money when you're a tipped employee, right? Not so much when you're not a tipped employee, you know, bigger crowds are worse. But I think 
I really enjoy less of a commotion. I love going in there and stuff like that, and I tip pretty good. If I'm going to a restaurant, at least, or a place where you get tipped, if they're paid by the hour, they're going to get paid the same amount anyway. So I might as well be pleasant. Me showing up pleasant is is a gift, too. Well, that's pretty much it. I did give you my... I did that thing before because I don't know if my email address keeps on getting cut off because I don't get any emails, that, as many emails as I expect I could get. But I do appreciate you listening. And I will come back tomorrow. I'll probably I'll try to do two shows. Uh, I think today... Is today the 496th episode? Not sure. But... Thank you for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow. Goodbye.